Dating advice. Dating advice from whom? Yours truly. Hello? Hey, Scully. Scully, you there? I heard you. Mulder, when was the last time you went on a date? I will talk to you later. Hello, and welcome to Condensed Truth, the Essential X-Files podcast. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm Laura. And this week we have returning guest, Rosia. Welcome back. Welcome. Yay. Thank you. I'm so excited that I finally get a crack at most of the week. <laughs> I was just going to say, we're not going to make you watch uh, uh, a myth arc this time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do a redux again. <laughs> Once was <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> Okay, and we are talking Season 6, Episode 8, The Rain King. This episode aired January 10th, 1999. It's kind of exciting to be in 99 now. (laughs) (laughs) And it was written by Jeffrey Bell and directed by Kim Manners. Okay. I forgot to look up what else Bell. I think he did like a handful of episodes. (laughs) Jeffrey Bell also wrote Alpha. Which is really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And Signs and Wonders, which I also don't really like. What else? Yeah. Jeffrey could have been better. Could have been worse. (laughs) Everything to this one. Yeah, this is one thing. (laughs) So the plot of this episode is Mulder and Scully end up in Kansas investigating. No pretenses or explanation is given as to why, but their investigation claims that a man controls the weather. They find the man controlling the weather, who is real, and they have to help him confess his love to a woman or the town will flood. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. I love just just a ridiculous premise. Incredible. (laughs) Love it. Obsessed. This is fun because... so. In season six, when they are kind of not sure what the mythology is doing, mm-hmm. they move to L.A., the vibes get weird. Mm-hmm. And there are like several stories on season six and a few we'll talk about are just like fanfic plots. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a fanfic plot. This and is- I don't mean that derogatorily, but it just is very much like spinning your wheels. Like, yeah. what do we have to go with? <laughs> this is absolutely a fanfic plot, but like in the best way. Like, yeah. it's better yeah. for it. Yeah. Mm. And it's, like, not overly meta. Yeah. Which I, mm. I like. Mm. I think that would be kind of grating. Mm. So we're in Croner, Kansas. A woman is writing on a Valentine's Day card. And her fiancé comes in all pissed because she put their engagement in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she made it Facebook official. <laughs> and he's livid. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. This this poor woman is like 38 and then her boyfriend slash fiance yeah. is like, we can't tell anyone about a relationship until I'm uh-huh. ready. And it's just like, girl. He's the worst. Get girl, get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was I was wishing Daryl bad things from the very beginning. I was like, don't talk to a woman like that. Don't talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the woman who plays Sheila is Victoria Jackson. I think she's from SNL. I don't know anything about SNL. Mm. So this information just kind of went past over me. Yeah, I've seen her in like other things like of this era, but like I wouldn't be able to tell you what those are necessarily. <laughs> like I recognize her, but I don't know what mm. I recognize her from. Yeah, I kept wondering if I'd seen her in something or if she had She's just pretty has good one though. of those faces. But she is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. She has like total 90s vibes. Like mm-hmm. obviously a person can exist outside the 90s, but to me I'm like, <laughs> I can't even fathom what she looks like today. You know? <laughs> 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 and she's listening to sad music. I was it Rainy Days and Sundays? I don't know what song that is. Um, yeah, Rainy Days and Sundays it last by time. The Carpenters, yeah. oh, which okay. is a fantastic song. I love The Carpenters. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, Some background is Laura and I watched this episode like a couple years ago mm-hmm. because we were celebrating, I think it was the year anniversary of the podcast. You oh. came over. Yeah. And we watched this episode and yeah. I guess you had never seen it, which I've I was kind of surprised, but then I thought about it. I was like, I don't really like this episode that much. It's really not that surprising. I haven't shown it to anybody. Right. <laughs> like, I don't hate it. I'll get into it. <laughs> I like this episode. Okay. But... <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you immediately recognized the song when we watched it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I grew up listening to a lot of the Carpenters. So I, I know the song. I love this song. So. Right. Daryl is doing what the average Budweiser fan does, and he's drunk driving. Yep. <laughs> and it starts raining, and he's excited, but then it starts hailing. Mm, yeah. And it's like, man, I have been there before. I've never been in that big of hail, but that, that hail is unreal. Like, yeah. the big heart-shaped hail. The heart-shaped hail is a great <laughs> feature. Yeah. Great little detail. It was very... Holman's poor, icy heart. <laughs> exactly. And I love that I didn't catch that until the second watch, too. I was, like, so um, not paying attention. But um, I did think that the vibes were very, like, 90s music video. Kind of, like, you know, the woman crying with her little chocolate mm-hmm. box and the man driving angrily in the rain. And then the <laughs> the hail pebbles are shaped like hearts. And you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate, I hate hail. It's, like, one of my least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I got my hot. My car is still damaged. I'm just. Mm-hmm. Why would I pay to get it fixed? You know, right? <laughs> um, it's all pockmarked from the hailstorm. I was in. I got stuck in once. Oh, God. <laughs> That's just how it goes. Mm. And then we have the credits. And then we have Mulder. I'm I'm fascinated by them flying into Kroner instead of driving, just going to. <coughs> Wherever the closest city is, whether that's Wichita or Tol- or you know whatever city, yeah, mm-hmm. and renting a car, but they they're flying in style. They got like one of those single engine planes. <laughs> I laughed as soon as I saw it. I'm like, like, did they no fly way. into Topeka and then get the little single engine <laughs> jumper like from Topeka to Kroner or something? Like, maybe. I feel like Topeka is their way. closest biggest airport. <laughs> like maybe. No way are you flying into a place that has like tornadoes and that raggedy ass toy plane. <laughs> it's like Stop also it. if they're theoretically flying from DC, that's like a good like 
two, almost three hour flight. So I don't think they'd make that entire flight in just like a single engine like crop duster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also, they're probably paying this out of their pocket since they're not on the X-Files. So like, why are they here? No (laughs) explanation is given. What's wrong with Scully that she's just following this man to Kansas? Presumably in her free time. (laughs) Girl. What is wrong? (laughs) This Kansas looks a lot like Like Malibu. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I didn't know that there were mountains in northeastern Kansas. (laughs) In the middle of the flat plains. That's just mash. That's that's mash. Oh, wow. (laughs) So that was very funny. Mm-hmm. You know, I never gave them shit for them trying to pretend that Vancouver was, you know, Georgia or yeah. whatever, wherever. Because uh, I will tolerate it a lot more than the stupid L.A. sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get the tone of the episode in that Scully is immediately like, the mayor is like, oh, I didn't know you were bringing the missus. Yeah. <laughs> and Mulder's had a lot of fun with that. His little facial expressions. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, so it's going to be this kind of, like, fun, like, yes, you know, silly episode. Absolutely. <laughs> Say so as the mayor greets them and there's this small girl just, like, twirling a baton. <laughs> yes, yes. Beautiful. And then when she hears what the mayor has to say, she's like, so you told this man here <laughs> this on the phone, right? And she's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> So he heard this and then decided to come out here. <laughs> and yep. convinced her to come out there, too. Yeah. Yeah, Scully, you're a mark. You'd need to just, you know, acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> so they're investigating Daryl Moots, mm-hmm. and they talk to his secretary, and then they go to the TV station to talk to the weatherman, because mm-hmm. Mulder does love his experts. He loves to talk science, so he's mm-hmm. like, okay, like let's talk weather with this dude. He seems cool. And he's a big nerd. <laughs> as most meteorologists Which, tend to be. Beautiful. Yeah, he, he described the weather as sexy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Probably would not <laughs> describe tornadoes that way, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when you're from a place where the only thing that happens is weather, mm. weather is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. And the Midwest gets some wild weather. Like, yeah. That's wild right, weather. Right. Yeah. Right gonna say that i found it really funny when daryl's receptionist like refused to give them the um the files at first and she was like yes. don't y'all need a subpoena or something and i'm like you know what you're right yeah she, <laughs> she said a she said she's A-cow. watching law and order <laughs> <laughs> she's valid <laughs> she was really fun like she could have been like a really sad character but mm. i felt like she was kind of sad but like really fun at the same time yeah. right what? Yeah, like s- stealing Daryl's leg and then saying you can crawl back to me. Yeah. <laughs> queen shit. <laughs> but also her age is kind of indiscriminate. So I'm like, is he like a groomer? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Right. <laughs> yeah. Which she seems fun. <laughs> I would hang out with her. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of like dumb hicks bits in here which like I feel like they don't get too grating but I feel like that humor just doesn't hit for me Mm. like Mm. where they go to the TV station and they're like oh it's the Gundersons and they're like we're FBI agents and then the Gundersons walk in and they look like 
Farmer people versions who, of <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. People who grow food for a living, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, mm, okay, like yeah. this isn't. I'm not offended or anything, but mm. I was like, eh, not my kind of thing. Yeah. I also like how Holman is like. Unfortunately, Daryl's the real deal. He is making it rain, but he's not causing the drought. <laughs> <laughs> And Mulder is just like, finally, someone gets it. Yeah. <laughs> then we get to see Daryl's whole thing in action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this is a really fun scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the vibes are immaculate. We got a Midwestern potluck for the Rain Man. Yep. Everybody looks like they're from the 50s. Yes. Like, we got old women wearing moo-moos. We got <laughs> dudes in overalls. Like, the whole kit caboodle. And then we have Daryl doing his rock star thing, and he says that he's 164th Cherokee. Yeah, that <laughs> kills me. Kills I'm me average every white time. Midwesterner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so cliche. Uh, and that whole scene, to me, would fit so well in the um, Better Call Saul universe as well. Like, I kept thinking yes. this guy could definitely be a client of Saul Goodman's. Oh, and absolutely. I could see, yeah. like, Jimmy telling this story to Kim years down the line, like, you know, this guy I represented once. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He also take her to a whole nother level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, that little dance that he does to make the rain, I was like, they're just stealing from <laughs> Seinfeld here. Like, this is the little kicks <laughs> from LA's little kicks dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like amazing. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> he just kind of like when he does put his obviously the actor doesn't isn't an amputee. Mm. So there's only so much you can do, but like when he's like putting the he's just kind of resting the prosthetic leg on like the stump. I'm like, that's what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not quite how prosthetics fit on, but you know. <laughs> At some point, I gotta just let this go because I feel like this will be too long if I nitpick everything. But the mm. field isn't tilled. There's nothing. Like what? <laughs> what is this watering? Yeah, exactly. The grass. Is so it's just there, like an right? empty lot. Yeah. <laughs> just the grass, you know. <laughs> yeah. Are they doing hay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could be. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they're hay farmers. Mm. Maybe. I love Scully. Like just constantly be like, "What are we doing here, Mulder?" <laughs> Every time some new weird antic happens, yeah. she's always like, what are we doing? <laughs> so valid for that. <laughs> yes. yeah. Exactly. Mm. They're, you know, bickering back and forth. You know, she's her. She does have a good quip where she says, like, her Irish aunt is more Cherokee than him. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And uh, suddenly it actually starts raining, so they're all proved wrong, and Daryl gets his laugh in. (laughs) (laughs) And they're soaked. And it's just, like, very, like, uh, you know, rain machine. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Rain machine rain. (laughs) It's just very, very, like, yeah. (laughs) There's, like, a... <laughs> There's like a rainbow. You could see a rainbow like very close to the ground mm-hmm. with them, and I was like, okay. They don't even try to like change the lighting in the scene at all. It's just like bright in the middle of the day rain machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Which like yes, that happens. But I'm like, man, 
No. This is too LA. <laughs> you can try. You can try a little harder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. We have a quick scene with Sheila and Holman. And <laughs> they're mentioning their like 20th high school reunion. And I was like, I, I mean, they do look 38, but like they look a 90s 38. They don't look like a today 38. Right. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but they just. Mm. We don't age the same anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. But yeah. Yeah. And and Sheila's like, I want them to go away. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what is what does Holman do with that information? Mm. Well, he launches a cow at Mulder. <laughs> yeah. He launches a cow into the atmosphere and freezes it to death and then onto Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, he has a cow come right through his hotel room <sighs> ceiling, and <laughs> Scully's just like e- examining his head for head trauma because he's spouting about how someone did this to him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a freak storm. Yeah. <laughs> he was targeted. He was targeted. <laughs> he was that was a that was a heat seeking cow missile. Yeah. Yes, yep. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and she Scully's so down bad she's just like rubbing her hands through yeah. his, his hair, hair. She's like, <laughs> she's so sweet <laughs> Mulder is also like barely injured like he has a cut on his arm but it can be closed with a butterfly closure like it doesn't even need stitches <laughs> yes and also like my critique about this episode is if it's a fanfic, why did we not explore the whole there was only one bed? Right. This just creates because the high school reunion's in town. Right? And so Mulder stuff gets moved to Scully's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just breeze past that. That never comes up again. They There's are, a few missed opportunities in this episode for sure. This is how you could tell a man wrote this. Yeah. This is the kind of episode where when I was watching the show for the first time, I was like, Okay, I'm I'm supposed to assume like the show is so smart. It's asking me to deduce that these two people are fucking because like, <laughs> what? Why else? First of all, why else would Scully give that speech to Sheila at the end? And secondly, mm-hmm. there was only one bed, and they don't say anything about yes. it, so <laughs> it's clearly fine. <laughs> she made Mulder sleep on the floor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 He's just curled up in like the little ottoman chair thing they got in the corner. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> Sheila comes up and she says she's responsible. She's the one who did the cow thing. She causes all the weird weather in town. Mm-hmm. And so they go to hear her out. And we learn more things like their high school was demolished by a tornado on their prom night, which isn't that weird. That's that's tornado season. Like <laughs> yeah, in the that's spring. pretty normal. That's not normal, <laughs> but that's plausible. Like May <laughs> yeah. is like severe storm weather. So yeah, right. she was like, there was a tornado in May, and it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're in living <laughs> Kansas? Kansas. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but then some of the other stuff, like it snowed July on her her wedding. That's yeah, crazy. Of July, she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now that one's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, the clouds thing, that's circumstance, that's reaching. Mm. Yeah. And so Mulder's like, no, she didn't cause it. You're, Sheila, it's okay. And he's very sweet to her because he, mm. he just is sweet to people. Yeah. When he wants to be. And so she construes that as like being interested in her, which is mm. normal. You yeah. know, I mean, he, yeah. he is an FBI agent, just visits. Mm. He looks like <laughs> a what bit he looks pie like. in the sky <laughs> as yeah. well. 
<laughs> Sorry. She, the, the dating pool is way too small. She's like, okay, anybody <laughs> exactly. comes into town. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Holman learns at this point that Daryl's leg was amputated after he got in the car crash, partially because he was drunk driving. Mm. So that guilt that Holman had been carrying that mm. has led to Daryl's getting the rain thing going yeah. mm-hmm. is now gone. And so Daryl's no no more rain for Daryl getting mm. sued to oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Good for everyone seeing and him. Deserved. Yeah. <laughs> but when it's just Mulder and Scully, Mulder tells Scully mm-hmm. his real crank theory mm-hmm. that Holman is the one controlling the <laughs> And I love how he doesn't even let Scully finish. She follows his logic. She starts to say, oh, so Holman, and then like Mulder cuts her off and she's like, yeah, it's Holman. <laughs> <laughs> And she does an incredible face palm. It's, it's one of her best. It's great. <laughs> so good. Jillian has given everything this episode. It's wonderful. <laughs> Mulder's just absolutely cooking. I don't he's reaching new heights on crankness in this episode. It's incredible. I I don't follow his like logic even a little. I don't understand yeah. how he got how he got on to Holman and like looking up. Like, when his mom died. Mm, <laughs> like, mm. how did he even get this information about his health? Like, about him collapsing after these storms? <laughs> like, who, what, Mulder, what are you ma- doing? You don't, he doesn't have, like, Google. So he how? went to the only public library in town, the tiny little public library, and searched through all the microfiche of all of the newspapers mm-hmm, for right. any weird weather and came across the flowers raining. He did that raining. a single night. Yep. You know what's also funny is that he he has the actual papers too. So he right. went and, and then got yeah. the papers. Maybe they just keep out. every single paper. Small towns are weird oh, like definitely, that sometimes. Yes. <laughs> no, they absolutely yes. <laughs> so I think one thing I don't like about this episode is that like I don't really know how what to feel about Holman. Mm. Like right. he's a bit pathetic. Yeah. But I think we're supposed to root for him. But like I think there's this kind of thing that never gets addressed of like is Sheila supposed to feel pressured to like Mm. be attracted to Holman because of the weather thing and also because he's been pining for her for like 20 years or like what like because like 20 years is a really long time like it is a bit cringy (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah cringy is a good way to describe it it doesn't yeah like hold up very well and does come off kind of confusing like Mm. now Mm. I can see how like in 99 it was like mm-hmm. totally fine, but like yeah. now it's kind of just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's. It, I think it's too much of my current day mind projecting a lot of like mm. what this kind of guy becomes in right. our society now, yeah. rather than just like taking Holman as like how he is, right? Mm. Because I think now, the type of person that Holman is in the show does turn into something very sinister and different than mm. they necessarily mm-hmm. did in 1999 you know yeah because like holman's not resentful of her he is just like i can't say it like it's yeah. it's on me it's not on her yeah um and like i can't say it in a way where she gets what i mean because he says that he loves her right but she fully sees him as like a girlfriend right. yeah <laughs> and so she's like yeah of course i love you Holman." <laughs> yeah. and he's just yeah. like no okay no that's not working <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, so it's it's a bit charming, but then you have a lot of the hindsight of day today. But right. Yeah. 
Holman gets the worst wingman imaginable in Mulder. <laughs> oh my god. The blind <laughs> yeah. leading the blind. That was so funny. Like <laughs> that is one of my favorite scully lines, yes. <laughs> Here is the waspiest, most repressed loner that you know. He's supposed to be yeah. giving dating advice. Please when no. yeah. <laughs> just he does and not date. Just like, that man has no social life. Exactly. <laughs> Yes, Scully even saying like <laughs> four if you count Scully and that's it <laughs> yes yes and even Scully's like well there was the last time you bit on a day exactly <laughs> and his I will talk to you later mm-hmm. <laughs> when she goes no I heard you that was just incredible <laughs> I was laughing my ass oh off. it's so good it's so good <laughs> and Holman like turning Bringing fog so they can't leave is like very <laughs> iconic of him. That's very fun. <laughs> and he's just like, sh- like shrug. Like, what do you want me to do? Mm. <laughs> also, they used to have so much more inf- euphemisms for like fucking back then because he says in flagrante delicto, oh. just Latin. God. <laughs> and he's just busting that out to be like, oh yeah, I walked in on like Sheila fucking her date. And it made me very upset. <laughs> it's gotta be. This is never TV, so it's gotta be in flag- flagrante delicto. Fucking nineties, man. <laughs> yeah. And I also love the little bit. This is like such a running gag in the show of like people being like, "Mulder, you're really hot." Like, what do you mean? Like, you haven't fucked Scully already? And also, like, mm-hmm. what do you mean you are this loser who like doesn't have any friends? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're very that, hot. I don't. I'm missing really something funny. here. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I, I like, I like that, that about Mulder. Yeah, I like that this episode kind of makes fun of the fact that like Chris Carter is so insistent that like Mulder <laughs> and Scully are just platonic. Yeah, because like they literally have everyone in this town being like, yeah. but, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of fun for me. I thought I've yeah. I was thinking like about when we do the ratings later and I was like, I'm sure that Laura is going to enjoy the fact that basically the episode spends the entire time like laughing at Mulder in a way. And yeah. like, you look like this, you're smart, you're young and you spend all day with Scully and you're still a fucking loser. Like- yes, that's how you know he yes. just is a loser. <laughs> like, yeah, face. like it's, it's loser compliment. It's about effort. It's yeah. about effort. It's about putting yourself out there in a way Mulder refuses to. You know, like good yeah. looks aren't enough. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And at the same time, bad looks aren't enough to tank your ability, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> so I have uh, Daryl Miserable broke <laughs> with his little secretary girlfriend. Mm. And her line of, um, Dairy Queen will take me back. I make almost $6 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then our minimum wage is like seven twenty five, like to this day. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's just like, damn. <laughs> I think in the nineties, I want to say it was like five twenty-five. That was our minimum wage. Oh, uh, I didn't look it or up. Six twenty-five, maybe. Yeah. Okay. And Daryl gets the genius idea of it. I got a sugar mama. Why don't I just go back to her? Exactly. Which is Daryl's so awful. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right, Shelby. Okay, so whenever this episode aired. The minimum wage in 1999 was 565, but on okay. September 1st, 
they changed it to 615 per hour. Oh, okay. So Cindy would have gotten a six a 15 cent raise soon cuz this is good for her. Yeah, yeah cuz I think theoretically this episode is like set in like August because it's like 6 months after Valentine's Day. So it's like she's about to get a 15 cent raise mm-hmm. if she goes back to to Dairy Queen. So mm-hmm. good for her. Yeah, is she working for free for Daryl or what? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> I don't care if he saved your dad's farm. <laughs> right. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> circling back to our convo about Holman and Mulder's uh, mm. wingman mm-hmm. uh, is. Holman saying, like, I've seen how you two gaze at each other. (laughs) (laughs) And the iconic Uh Mulder. Do not gaze at Scully. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, you do. Cut to the fan edit of every single image of him gazing at her ever. (laughs) I was going to say, there's that one uh, fan cam that starts with this line. Mm -hmm. But I I can't remember what song it's set to, but it's a a Mulder edit. Uh, yeah, him lying, him me reacting reacting to me lying. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Daryl harassing Sheila for money as usual, I assume, and and she's finally because she has Mulder in the wings mm-hmm. in her mind that mm. she's like, okay, no, I don't need you anymore. Actually, <laughs> you're like you're not Sheila. a good dude. I can do better, and and that's all very true. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> And then Mulder comes out. And I love how like Mulder finally finds someone he can beat up. It isn't his uh, half-brother. <laughs> and it's this uh, man with terrible balance because he's missing like the bottom portion of one leg. Yeah. And so it's very hard to like swing at somebody when you don't have that base. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't count. M- Mulder does, you know, handle his business. But, you know, that doesn't count, Mulder. You're going to have to show some fight with something else. Yeah. With someone else before I respect your fighting skills. He's no Walter Skinner. <laughs> yeah, he's no Skinner. No. Skinner? He would have taken him out. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he would have not been able to get up. <laughs> yeah. And then we have this kiss between Sheila and oh. Mulder. <laughs> and Scully's face and the- is like, Whoa. What did I walk into? <laughs> She's like, what the hell have you got yourself into, Mulder? Julian is just kiss. And he's got that big like red lipstick stain on his mouth, which is so funny. So 90. <laughs> yes. So it's pouring and it's um we're at the Reunion, which is Wizard of Oz theme, which I just don't buy because my guess is that people in Kansas get really, really tired of this. Yeah. So I just don't buy that they're doing a Wizard of Oz theme. I don't think they lean into it. Mm, I think it depends on the town. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking the whole time of like uh, Back to the Future, Enchantment Under the Sea. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, where's Marty McFly? He's going to show up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> More good music. I was completely vibing to rock the boat. I was like, hell yeah. I love this song. I was too. It was so funny um, because I was just like, oh, then no one's doing the dance, the rock the boat dance, right. like from Dairy Girls. I was like, this is so lame without oh my the God, dance. Right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mm-hmm. just like can't separate that song from Dairy Girls now, which is like not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Holman dance with Sheila, and Mulder is insistent that Holman go and tell <laughs> Sheila for real this time. No playing. Mm. Yeah, and so he does, and <laughs> the like beautiful scene of like um. Mulder and Scully watching them dance and like kind of swaying to the music. Yeah. I love that. So cute. (laughs) I love the sway. It's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) And Sheila leaves after Holman tells her, which is understandable. It's big Mm -hmm. news. And that Holman is pissed. (laughs) Yeah. Like when he tells Mulder, this is your fault. And Mulder's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I don't control the weather. So, we get, yeah, we get the, Rosia, like you were talking about earlier, we get the Sheila Scully girl talk uh, yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Yeah. And and so they, you know, talking about it. And she's just like, I thought we were, I thought Holman and I were just friends. I don't, mm. this seems out of the blue. And, yeah. And Scully, she sounds like my mom here. She's like, <laughs> you know, the best relationships yes. are the ones that are rooted in friendship. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like shit my mom said to me. Hello, mom, <laughs> if you're still listening. <laughs> But I don't know, I agree with it. I mean, it's just because, you know, I yeah. heard this since a like, young kid, but yeah. I mean, I, it's cute. It's, a, it's, it's a true. Nice it is piece. very mom advice, but it is true. Yeah. 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 But I, I can imagine, like, the no Romo fans watching this in real time and being like, what the fuck? Just like, just like <laughs> seething and frothing at the mouth and being mm-hmm. like, yes. what's happening to my show? <laughs> Their very serious alien show is being very silly and goofy and right? very romantic the past couple of episodes. Crazy. <laughs> they can have a little bit of silliness as a treat. <laughs> exactly. The X-Files season six stays silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Holman and Sheila get together and they have a kid very quick. And yes. it's a very it's kind of comedically saccharin you know yeah. we have a what's a song from the wizard what? of oz somewhere over the rainbow oh yes yes of it's course a, yeah it's somewhere over the rainbow it's the big song yeah <laughs> yeah the the one song <laughs> the main one it's a, yeah that's playing it's a beautiful yeah. day in kansas and they got their baby and holman is excited and yeah it's very happily ever after but i like it i, I dig it i like the um, the little scene right at the end as well where um daryl is like at the table sobbing or whatever and his mm-hmm. ex-girlfriend brings him a le- she's like i brought you a leg it was very <laughs> like it's very corny but at the same time really sweet in a good yeah. way yeah 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 anything else from the episode you wanted to mention i just want to reiterate that like watching this <laughs> for the first time um not just this episode but a lot of episodes of like later TXF I was like what's going on here between these two people like again Mm -hmm. the with the the whole scene of the cow destroying Mulder's bedroom we then get the information that there's only one room left with only one bed so how is this explained within the universe (laughs) like the continuity of this because yeah. we do like it's not like they leave they stay and mm-hmm. then the final part of the episode happens so it's like did yeah. they share a bed did someone sleep on the floor was there a sofa what's going on <laughs> this, this so is the questions. part where you have to go to like the the supplemental 
X-Files where you have to log on to Gossamer. You got to log into yeah. AOL.com, mm-hmm. load the website, Absolutely. whatever the URL was for Gossamer back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You go read fix with people publishing under their full government name and their government <laughs> email. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Some of the horniest shit you've ever read, and you're like, okay, thank you, um, Susan. Yeah. <laughs> From Oshkosh. <laughs> thank you, Polly May. Um, no, but I was just. Uh, you're right, cur- though. It's like. I was just curious. We, we never circled around to this. Yeah. When I was, when yeah. I was first watching the show, because I was like, oh, I want. Obviously, in my naivete, thinking that oh, all of this was on purpose. Like, oh, they're, they're changing the vibe of the show from, like, a very episodic, like, um, very heavily plotted kind of thing where every episode is either a myth arc, you know, um, building on the myth arc and taking us somewhere else, or a self-contained monster of the week where we don't advance the myth arc, but we maintain the same relationship between these two people. But then in these later episodes, of the later years of the show, it kind of feels like there's more breathing room between the episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, you've got these, all of these episodes with very different vibes that could be from different shows almost. And yeah, totally. so I was like, just curious slash confused as to what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I totally get that vibe from season six. I think mm. there's so much fun about, mm-hmm how like lighthearted it is it's easy to distract yourself from like how deeply weird it is totally mm, yeah. <laughs> like just suddenly be doing joke after joke after joke yeah. <laughs> yeah i like it when the show doesn't take itself too seriously which i think is why i like season six um because it is like kind of the silly season mm-hmm. like this episode there's a few other episodes that are just like yeah like i definite and i've never watched the show sequentially so i feel like i can understand how that is like very tonally confusing Mm. i like this episode like i know it's ridiculous i know it doesn't make sense it's kind of confusing but as a person from a small drought-stricken town where like Mm. there was another movie with almost this exact same premise that was shot in my hometown (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I really like it. I really like it. I just like how goofy Mm. it is and how silly it is and that it doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's like a quote unquote monster of the week. But is it, it's not really like even a typical monster of the week. Yeah. Even if Home is just accidentally doing this. Yeah. It's just like, Mm. this guy Mm. happens to control the weather a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's a very, very funny episode. And yeah, it is really funny. Yeah, I feel like it's such a weird season because we also have is it it's triangle in the same season as well. Mm-hmm. And how the yeah, that was a couple Christmas. episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's more lighthearted. We've got more of a yeah. There's less stakes than feelings. like how the, yeah, the, the stakes are cha- have changed. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and and you kind of feel like Mulder and Scully are at a weird place, a weird yeah. in between place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our episode. And now we have our segments. And we start with... Agent Mulder. Shut up, Mulder. Damn it, Mulder! Mulder! Our Mulder rating. And as always, I'll go first. 
Even too, I thought he was very charming. He was like not even remotely annoying to me. Like not even like he was annoying but fun. He was not annoying. There was not a single thing. <laughs> There's not a single thing in this episode that annoyed me about him. So yeah. two. Laura. Yeah. Um I gave him a five point five, because five is my lowest. Um, because yeah, he's not really that annoying. I think he it is annoying that he got Scoldy to come out there. And then, like, this is the premise why, but it also leads to some of, like, the best, like, sassy, annoyed Scully moments. Yeah. <laughs> so it's worth it. Yeah, he's not really annoying, and we kind of poke fun, fun at him in this episode, and that's yeah. really fun. Yeah, I, he, I enjoyed him in this episode. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, the fact that he dragged her to the middle of nowhere, Kansas, yeah. for this. <laughs> it's she, used to vacation, she used vacation exactly. days for this. Like. And then I was thinking... There's like a like that little scene where she's in the motel and she can't sleep, and I think that's right before the whole cow thing. And I was just like wondering how many seedy ass motels this woman has slept in <laughs> in her life because of this man. So okay, but after he, six years, yeah, I feel like Scully has to take some responsibility. For no, I agree. Because- I agree. This is this. I mean, it's kind of like part of the point of the episode. I think is that yeah. The things that we do for love, whether we control them or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, I, he wasn't annoying in general. He was very funny. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I would give him a six. Okay. And next we have. So uh, this must be the enigmatic Agent Scully. Our sassiest Scully moment. Laura. Oh, man. There's just like. Take your pick on this episode. There are no wrong answers. (laughs) Um, I think my favorite part, though, is whenever they first arrive and like the mayor is there with the girl twirling her baton (laughs) and he explains to Scully what the issue is and like just the realization in her face (laughs) that like this is what Mulder got her out to do here. And she has the great um, delivery of a man controlling the weather <laughs> Mulder. perfect in that scene Beautiful. where like no notes <laughs> in that scene where they're talking to the mayor like she licks her lips like when he tells her like it was just so it was very hot but it was just like she was like <laughs> just stunned that like yeah this is why she was out here <laughs> yeah. yeah so good <laughs> okay Rosia? Um, I think my favorite was really hard to pick, but I think mine was when she she says to Mulder, like, uh, did they check you for head trauma when she's like, <laughs> looking after him after the whole cow incident? Because it's very, like, it's very sassy, but it's also very tender that she's like checking yeah. him over, being being a doctor. And just like, mm-hmm. she part has of it to do the once over. She doesn't trust part the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mine had to be. The blind lady and the blind. That's an oh, Alzheimer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that one down too. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, yeah. Scully hasn't been on dates, but I would ask her for dating advice. Oh, Mother yeah. hasn't been on dates, and I wouldn't ask her for <laughs> no. dating advice. <laughs> I would ask any of the lone gunmen before Mulder. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Uh, You're so right. Oh, man. <laughs> and lastly, we have. Welcome. You've got mail. Our 90th moment. Rocio? Uh, It's a good one. I don't know that it's like 
the nightiest, nightiest episode that we've seen. But um, that comment from Sheila about uh, how her ex, her ex husband ran off with the girl from the phone company. I was like, what? <laughs> you don't get that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I didn't even think of that one. Yeah. Laura. Um, my 90s moment is that there was a um, weather TV contest, like a TV contest for people who watch the weather. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> because like we have so many ways, like, like, cable news isn't like our only like main tv like mm. news source anymore for like weather and everything like there's so many different ways to like look up information now so that just i feel like you don't have like local channel weather tv contests anymore yeah i mean yeah so i am from the middle of nowhere where the only thing that happens is weather and we are very like people have their favorite weathermen on tv wow. even now still to this day and it's like no, 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 I don't watch so-and-so on that channel. Like, our weather person in our house is so-and-so on this channel. Right. And people get, like, really intense that. about it even still. But, like, yeah, just the fact that there is a TV weather contest. Like, I love it. Yes. Yes, growing up, they're, like, the, the weather people on TV were famous to mm -hmm. me. Like, they were household mm -hmm. names. Yeah. Wow. There's uh, the local NBC in Houston, uh, KRPC, mentioned before when we talked about contact. Um, the weather guy. I think he's still the weather guy. He may have come back, but his name was Frank Bellingsley. And they got one of their bits is they got a dog they named Radar. <laughs> and he disappeared for a while. And I was like, what oh, happened? No. To him? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Radar for a little bit, but I think he's dead now. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. for a while, I was just not on the news. It was like a whole thing. They were like, our weather dog, Radar. <laughs> <laughs> cute. <laughs> Very cute dog. <laughs> But like, no one's bringing the energy to Holman, and they should, I think. Yeah. He's creating the weather, like, more than everybody else. Yeah. He's just predicting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, mine was, it has, like, this whole 90s ambiance, because, like, rural life is just so fundamentally different today than it was mm -hmm. back then, because uh, rural America is really completely decayed. Mm -hmm. But, you know, setting aside that, I think mine too that I wrote down was one, publishing your engagement in the newspaper so yes. everybody knows that you're engaged. Yep. That, that <laughs> right. was up there for me too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Of course. Two was being excited for your high school reunion, which I found very odd. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like startled by uh, that scene at the beginning where um, Daryl, sorry, Daryl uh, storms out of Sheila's house and she like, turns on that big ass stereo with a remote yep. control and it's like yeah. the radio yes. and i was like whoa <laughs> like it's oh, been yeah. ages since i even thought about listening to the radio yes. first of all secondly on a stereo third using oh, a remote like control <laughs> to like turn it on and off it was like wow yes last from the past your radio was like a whole cabinet setup. You had to have yes. like a whole part in your cabinet for the radio. Yes. <laughs> Love it. So that was the episode. I I put it on there because Laura and I watched it and Laura had a lot of fun and she's like, we should do this episode. So I was like, sure. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I honestly probably wouldn't, personally probably wouldn't say it's essential, but it was fun to watch and it was fun to talk about. So, yeah. you know, sometimes I have to set my own f feelings aside. <laughs> the Katie <laughs> Shirley podcast. <laughs> it's a silly little nugget for me. I appreciate it. Oh, 
yeah, we watch this for Laura more than me, but it's yeah. fun. I do genuinely like it. It's very, it has some really all time lines that yeah. I don't, I do not gaze at Scully imprinted yeah. on my brain. <laughs> it's very, very funny. <laughs> I did not remember yeah. it being that funny. I, it shocked me how funny it was and how like self aware. And mm-hmm. I do think that it's nice that we get a kind of indirect um, admission of feelings from Scully, like because uh, we don't usually get to hear, mm-hmm. we don't usually get much from her point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to like hear her talk about their relationship from her point of view. And I do think that one of the threads that runs through the whole show very very strongly it's like these two people really like each other these two people are yeah. friends mm-hmm. like the genuine friends and it's it's in parallel to how like Holman and Sheila are friends first even though you know he's in love with her like they're they're the very good friends and like mm-hmm. they genuinely enjoy each other's company so I did like mm-hmm. that it was very sweet that's such a good point because like we see you know scully irritated with Mulder in that way that she is Mm -hmm. frequently we see you know the kind of high stake arguments they Mm -hmm. have sometimes Mm -hmm. but i think at the end of the day you're right they just fundamentally they wouldn't hang out with each other if they didn't like each other right exactly and this is like very focused on the the mundanity of their relationship than it usually is yeah the high stakes like gotta save scully gotta save Mulder. i like being chased by this alien i like the little (laughs) mundane yeah yeah it's it's actually lovely because it's like the whole plot of the episode boils down to like one man is in love with a woman and he just can't tell her and mm-hmm. there's nothing logical about the argument in the sense that like the stakes are not high it's just this one town with crazy weather and there's no reason why this person has these powers it just happens um mm-hmm. but I think it's kind of like poking fun at how weird life is just in general and being like yeah you you can like have these freak manifestations of your feelings and you can love a weird little town even if it's in the middle (laughs) of nowhere and and you can also love your incredibly weird partner and his conspiracy theories like Mm -hmm. yeah it's just life Mm mm-hmm yeah, I think even at one point Holman says, "Sheila, you're the reason I've stayed in this town all this time." And yeah. Mulder and Scully have said to each other, "The only reason I'm still employed by the FBI is because of you." So, like, yes, that's a extreme. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to like briefly circle around to our combo a minute ago about the season six having weird vibes. Um, yeah. First of all, I'm going to start with a rant in that I read all my little books that I read for the episode. One of them is on archive.org. Yep. Mm-hmm. They recently lost their case. Some big publishing book mm. publishing uh, companies were suing them because what they do is like you're allowed to borrow books digitally for like an hour yeah. and then you return them, you know? It's not piracy, it's a library. It's a yeah. digital library. And so I usually check the book out, read the little section, return it. But they had to shut it down because of the stupid case. So I didn't get any fun anecdotes. And I had to go no. buy the book on, like, buy a used copy of this book so Awful. I could read it yeah. later. Ugh, pissed me off. So yeah, I don't have any fun stories. I don't know what the hell was happening behind the scenes this week. Rightfully <laughs> upset about that. Yeah. For sure. I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm so pissed. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I have my usual books. And one of them is Monsters of the Week. And Zach wrote the blurb for this week. And he... He said, like, this is a fun episode, but 
his critique, which I I kind of agree with, is there. You just it's just kind of they're too bunched together at the beginning of season six. I think it gets better later in the episode, mm-hmm. like later in the run, mm-hmm. where we're not so like funny, funny, funny. <laughs> but it really is just yeah. like you know, Triangle, um, Dreamland Part One and Two, which is really funny. We didn't watch it. Uh, How we go school Christmas. This episode is just it's really like packed in the front of the yeah, season. Like they need right. to be spaced out a little bit more. Yeah, I feel like this should have been if this yeah. was later in this season, I maybe would vibe with it a little bit more. I don't know. That's fair. I see. So that was our episode. And if you would like to follow us, we are Condensed Truth on Twitter. Um also I have a mold I made a Mulder quote bot if you're on Twitter and you would like to be if you'd like to see quotes from Mulder every couple of hours, it is <laughs> it's Mulder Quote Bot. So if you'd like to email the podcast, any bonus questions or questions for our bonus episode or anything like that, you can email us at condensedtruthpod at gmail.com. And next time we are talking season six, episode 10. Actually, I did not look up how to spell this or how to pronounce this. Thonis, Tanathis. I don't know. I always like, I don't know what's called. I'm gonna look this up real quick. Oh, it's a poem. Okay. Oh, Tithonus? That one? Tithonus? Tithonus. Okay. We'll go with that and I'll look it up next week. <laughs> 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 that sounds right to me. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be talking about what did we decide the pronunciation was? Tithonus? I would say Tithonus, but I could be wrong. Tithonus. Yeah. No, we're going to go with Tithonus. <laughs> I hope it's right. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, if it isn't, it's fine. I'll take the blame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, we'll be talking about that next time. And thank you to Rosia for coming on. Yeah, this thanks was so much. So much fun. Thank you for having me, as always. I'm glad, I'm glad you loved the episode. Yes, I yeah, did. Me too. And it was so fun. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll see y'all, we'll hear y'all, or we'll talk to y'all. No, <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next time. <laughs> Yay! Uh, bye! Bye! Bye-bye.